relationship on like YouTube, like be a YouTube couple, if you were offered $5,000 per episode? My latest relationship? Yes. Yeah. You would do that. Why not? Um, but you don't like you don't like your privacy. I do, but guess what? Five thousand dollars an episode. <laughs> shit, how many episodes? Like ten. Fifty thousand dollars. You think it's worth it? You think it's worth it? Like showing off? Because you know what, that that those few episodes can make it a lot more money than than fifty thousand dollars. I can get sponsorships. I can I can get you know bookings at clubs. I can make so much more money. But you don't think like putting your relationship out on Front Street is like unhealthy? What if like, it's a good relationship? Cause, huh? What if it's a good relationship? Like, well, I see what you're saying. But like, you see how um, what was that girl's name? The um, the one that was like dancing like, like J Lo, and that was that was dating the basketball player. I don't know who oh, you're shit. talking she, about. She dated the guy from the Cavs. Um, was it Tiana? No, is it Tiana Taylor? Is that her name? The singer? Yeah, she was dating. She's she's married to Iman Shumpert now. That one, yeah. What are you talking about? Didn't though? they have a reality show? And they oh, were, they did. They were they were like, but are they are they fucked up now? Or are they good? I think they're good. They're having another baby. Perfect example. See, but were, that's not what I'm saying. I'm what? talking about like a a YouTube couple. The, the like a, the privacy aspect. Yeah, and a YouTube couple, which are regular people, not celebrities. I would do it if five thousand, especially if it's YouTube. Would you do it for twenty five hundred? No. It has to five thousand is 5, your minimum. Is the minimum. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, welcome to the This Is Thirty podcast. I'm your host, Journey. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is James Boney. Happy Monday, people. We are using classy mics, so I'm very excited right Shout now. Shout out to Manny, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Manny, my my cousin Manny, for providing us with classy mics. Shout out to Manny because we figured it out, and I feel like a real podcaster today. Like <laughs> we it, just need some. We just need some headphones. For real, so we could so we could complete the look. Yeah. Um, what's been going on? Nothing much, man. This weekend is was a good weekend. It wasn't hot. It wasn't cold. Just the perfect weather. I like when the weather is like in the seventies, like it is now. Yeah. Everybody was outside, no mask though. I don't know about that. You know, yeah. Do you think the corona numbers are gonna rise like in within the next few minutes? You I know, mean, few minutes, few months. You know what it is? The thing is, like they're talking about, like heat is gonna make it better right so i i'm thinking about that but i just I, think they stop spraying it in the air yeah from the planes yeah <laughs> but if anything i don't know i don't know i'm uh, just kidding because i know like i know that might seem insensitive um and i don't want to get canceled because cancel culture is serious do you happening. believe in cancel culture it's happening right now yes i do why do you believe in it like you you cancel people yeah for what for like disrespect you ain't gonna disrespect me out here son i'm thug you hear me i don't know how i feel about cancel culture i feel like we're humans and we make mistakes and i'm not talking about cancel culture in regards to like um racism uh, that's not what i'm talking about but even sometimes in issues of racism i think that when people know less they do worse and you know when they don't know better they don't do better is it is it in relation to, like, cutting people off? Are, are you pairing that? Or is no. it, like, something completely different? I mean, like, canceling somebody because they make a mistake or because they go about something the wrong way or because they use the wrong choice of words. That's very popular nowadays. Like, B. Simone, for example. 
she's being canceled for many reasons because she said she would not date somebody who who works a nine to five. Mm-hmm. She needs an entrepreneur that's on her level. Um, in addition to that, like she, they said she plagiarized in her book. So like she's being canceled from all. And I think she also said that like Christians weren't supposed to be out here protesting um, or doing something. I hope I'm not misquoting her, but she's been canceled or they're trying to cancel her. What do you think about that? She sounds a little coonish and stupid to me. Really? I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with canceling her. Like, to be honest with you, who, who really, who is she? I mean, I, <laughs> it's just it doesn't matter if she gets canceled. You're right. You're right. Um, if, if Michael Jordan gets canceled, it'd be like, damn. I read something though that like one of her friends was online and said like she's not going, she's not having a good time right now. Now you know what I mean, like emotionally, mentally, yeah. she's not good Cause she because she fucked up. Yeah. So I get that. And people were also saying, like, it's not canceling. It's holding people accountable and letting them know that they have to pick their words and their ideas um, carefully. Exactly. That's exactly. What, look, now more than ever, I feel like I've never seen black people united like a time like this ever in my life. And you can't do anything as a black person to make other pe- black people against you so well they're against b simone and she's black that's what i'm saying like you can't do things like that you can't say things and make black people against you you can't make your own people against you oh okay yeah. so, i don't know how i feel because i feel like sometimes i'm just playing devil's advocate i do think the comments she made were ignorant but i also feel like number one people take comments out of context granted her comment was it was silly to me, mm-hmm. but peop- the way it's been repeated and analyzed had nothing to do with the context in which she said it. She never, like, disrespected nine-to-five workers, nor did she say, like, I think she just said, like, you know, time-wise, I could, you know. Was that based upon, you're saying based upon her preference? Based upon her preference, exactly. So, like, but everybody's like, she's out here slamming nine-to-five workers and I think she came back and said, I would never slam nine to five workers. I used to be one, um, but I'm just talking about blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. I honestly don't know. Hmm. Um, I just, I do feel bad for her though, because I don't know, but you're right. People need to check what they're, what they say and how they say it and, and think twice. Um, do you think twice before you use social media and say things on the internet? Especially no, social media. What do you mean, no, I don't? You say whatever you want on no, social media. I, I think about it. I think about it. I think about what's going to happen. Do you say a lot of ignorant stuff on social media? I wouldn't say a lot, but yeah, I have my moments. But my dad used to always tell me as a kid, you know, think, t- think twice before you speak. And social media, everybody watches how you do things and what you do. So I'm very particular when it comes to what I post and what I say. Mm. I I am too. I think like there's a thin line between um, caring about what people think and caring about how your information is received. Yep. So like I think I care about the latter. Like somebody, somebody, I posted something, and it was just all of us outside with you guys smoking hookah, and I was recording you guys, Mm -hmm. and somebody was talking about why is that girl sitting on your lap. Yo, people, the things people (laughs) see and make up in their minds is crazy. Right. It didn't even look like anybody was sitting on your lap. Uh, That's what I'm trying to figure out. That's insane. 
Yeah. But um, shout out to all the people who are listening. Um, I guess people are slowly making their way back to work. Um, are you going back to work anytime soon? Yes. Yes. Oh, I that's am. classy. Um, are you excited about that? No, no. Because you know what? That $600 every week from unemployment was sweet. It was on top of whatever you were approved Hell of. Yeah, son. That's insane. Bruh, I was good, man. I, I was just chilling at home. I wish I could get unemployment. Ugh, man, it was heaven. Uh-huh. That's um, why I wouldn't really mind, you know, another outbreak in the fall. Can you? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it's not funny, but a lot of people, like, have been saying that. Like, they've become accustomed to these unemployment checks, and they're they're better than the checks they were getting from work. Listen, I've never experienced, I've never had unemployment. I've always worked, and it's like, wow, this is, this is what government money is like? Shit. <laughs> Um, have you been using that money wisely? Oh, uh, yes, Ex- I have. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I want to do something with you. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you scared? Nope. Okay. I want to do a mental health check-in with you. All right. Whatever that is. Do you watch Insecure? Yes. Okay. So a new excuse we have from the male community, and I, I'm just joking when I say excuse, but, um, Issa got ghosted on. By my man, what's the his light name? Guy? What's yeah, the light skinned guy. Is his name Austin? No, no, I don't, I don't remember his name right now. I'm blank. But she got ghosted on him, and he ultimately said that he was going through mental health mm-hmm. issues. I think that a lot of you males, um, shout out to Gene. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I think that a lot of you males have a lot of unaddressed mental health problems okay can you speak to that on a personal level do you think you're mentally healthy i think i'm mentally stable i think i'm good and what do you do to ensure your health your mental health it's it's bad that i i'm saying this but a lot of people would say that uh i'm passive dismissive carefree i just don't let things get to me yeah, but I don't I, think too much. Does that make you healthy or does that make you passive, dismissive? And I think it makes me healthy. Like, I avoid the, the pains. That doesn't make like you this. healthy yes, because you're not feeling. If like you're this. not feeling. If I avoid a cheeseburger and I go for the carrots, what state is my heart in? That's it's comparing your emotions to, to a cheeseburger. To a cheeseburger makes is so much stupid. Sense. No, it's not. It, Explain it then. <laughs> because I'm talking about how I avoid things, how I just don't, how I just don't let it get to me. I don't let a cheeseburger get to my mouth. Oh my god! I let it carry. This is not what we're talking about. See, you can't even, you can't even healthily address your mental health. Like I don't have any seriously, mental, I don't have no mental health issues. Okay. I don't know. Like I'm not gonna run away from anybody like that guy did in Insecure. Are you, are you willing to be honest about things that affect you? Uh, depends on depends on who I'm addressing it to. The this is thirty podcast listeners. Like if if they're what do they want to know? That's that's what I'm, if they want to know. I'm asking some, you. No, I'm saying like if they want to know something for me to be honest about, then but that that'll determine. You it. said you don't let things get to you. What does get to you? Like what has the ability to like shift your mood? The stupidest things, uh, but a serious thing that will shift my mood. What do you mean, like relationship wise? In any capacity, friendship, relationship, work. What has the ability, like a characteristic, or like you know, 
an external factor that has the ability to shift your mood. Like me, I hate irresponsible people. And being around irresponsible people at times gets under my skin like a lot. I can relate to that. So I will say that. Not not necessarily irresponsibility, but when people don't use their brains, like people don't plan things out, okay. think about what they're doing. Okay. It's like, dude, think about what you're doing. Just proper planning prevents poor, poor performance. I say that all the time. Like so when, when I, you got here and... The mics weren't working, and you asked me what I, what I had been doing all day. Not yes, but no, because that <laughs> that wasn't like a really big deal. But it's like there's some things where it's like, dude, there's no excuse why you couldn't, why did why you didn't think this through, or why you didn't plan that out. Okay, you know what I mean. So people who are not planned and or organized, mm -hmm. and like it has a negative effect, but it could have been avoided. But what I'm saying is, it doesn't get that much to me. It'll get to me, but it's not like. I wouldn't say you would put it in a mental health category. And you're not willing to express something that does get to you because nothing really, really gets to you. I try. I, I've never. Okay. I don't know. I've I, ever since as a kid, I'm like I, I witnessed people get certain ways, and I'm like I don't want to ever be like that. Okay. You know what I mean? So I think that it's um, I think that it's cool. It's a very cool quality to have to just like kind of let stuff like. Um, ricochet right but but i think that it's not healthy to never let anything penetrate you're right because you know when i do get upset it's it's, it's not good mm. it's like dude like it's like all these things that, that something that you could have done something that my mom could have done something that right. my dad or my cousin whatever is going to go out on it's going to come out on one person yeah i definitely agree um does social media or like memes affect you like right now we're very um, we're very much subjected to a lot of videos, images, facts. I just feel like, I don't know, I'm very overwhelmed by social media. Social media is very social. I'll tell you that much. So do you see anything and it like, you just be like, I can't watch this or I don't want to read this right now because you know the toll it may take on your emotions. Well, it's not, it's not really an emotional thing, but I, there's some times where I just look at, People post things and then, you know, they act like they don't, they're not the ones going through it. They just feel like posting it. I hate when people say that. When people do what? I'm like, oh, it doesn't mean, just because I posted doesn't mean I'm going through it. Uh. Like, <laughs> shut up. Like, please. Uh, what, you just, think that when people post up, they're going through it? I feel like it's 70% of how they're feeling. Right. Yeah. They resonate with it some way, yeah. somehow. Yeah. Um, I, some, some things are just really funny, though. Right. Like, but yes, I do believe, I like that number, 70%. I think 70% of the time it applies like, to you. Why is it so funny if you can't really relate to it? Nah, because sometimes you see it, like, if I'm a mm. witness of that type of activity, it might be a little funny to me. I know somebody, when she first broke up with one of my friends, she kept on talking on social media. This was years ago. Uh-huh. But, like, when Instagram first started. But she just, like, kept on talking about her emotions. Like, dude, like, it sounds like everything you're going through. You ask me, but, you know, just because you put, just because I posted, doesn't oh, mean Oh, okay. It's like, dude, shut up. Just, it, you, that's how you're feeling. Just stop. <laughs> stop. I'm still not, I'm still not with the girls who are begging for relationships every day on social media. They, that affects me personally. Why is that? Um, I'm just bothered by it. I just feel like we know you're single. There are a lot of us out here who are single. You don't have to tell your timeline every day that you're single. Um, 
And to be honest, that's not going to stop the man of your dreams from DMing you. Like if he if you don't make it known to your timeline that you're single. So so how do you feel about those those memes that say um, my future bae is out there cheating on me right now or like whatever? It's probably a fact. It's a fact. But how do you feel about when you see it? Um, I think it's funny. I chuckle. Yeah, I chuckle. Um, but yeah, I do everything on a lot of things on social media annoy me per usual. I feel like I talk about this every episode. Um, but I do find that the thing I'm most annoyed by, especially now, is the continuous transfer of false information Hmm. that's it's at an and it's at an all-time high because everybody's still very emotional Mm -hmm. but people are transferring false information or information that they have not double checked just to like be prolific and it's it's just like i don't know i just feel like sometimes that does more damage to the cause than um than help um but have you been to any protests no and i won't go Ooh, tell me why. Look, and uh, there's still COVID nineteen out there, and I'm I don't know. I just I just feel like there is a there's a limit on how many people are supposed to be around each other, right? Mm-hmm. So like, if you have a barbecue, so it's supposed to be like twenty five people less. What is it? It's it's increased now. Like okay. outside, I think it's up to a hundred, if not more. Okay, but these protests are having hundreds. Yeah, hundred thousands. Mm-hmm. And then you know they're coughing, and especially when I saw that thing where like you know cops are macing <laughs> people at their coughing. Right, but these cops are macing people, and they're just taking off their masks and they're coughing on each other. They're, they're using their hands to cough, and then they're gonna they push you out when the way. When have you seen this? I've seen the videos, bro. It's okay. crazy. I'm like, yo, I'm not going out there, bro. I know it's not the safest thing right now, clearly, but I I feel like most people at these protests have on their mask. Um, I think I haven't witnessed anybody. I'm sure people cough or sneeze, whatever, at a protest. But um, I feel like it's no different than maybe essential workers who have to go to work every day, like in a hospital and like be amongst people. I'm sure the numbers aren't as high, but it's not like I'm in the presence of the thousands of people that I'm within the protest you kind of stay in your little bubble have you have you been to any yes i've been to two Mm -hmm. you didn't listen to the last episode of this is 30 (laughs) it's okay it's okay listen listen it's okay i caught you hey 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 there are people (laughs) who haven't listened and i'm just you know bringing about content okay (laughs) don't don't put this on me Um, you know i'm a big supporter of this 30 (laughs) But I have, um, I went to two and I'm going to one today on Monday. So um, it's Where? in South Orange Park. It's at Grove Street Park, not South Orange Park, Grove Street Park um, in South Orange. Um, and it's Teachers for Justice. Um, shout out to Keisha because she posted it and I saw it and I'm going um, today. Who's Keisha? Um, I, she's, I follow her on social media. Okay. Um so since you've never been to a protest, do you think they're beneficial or you think they're not? I, I think they're beneficial. Okay. I definitely do. It's just that it's just my preference. I just I don't even like being around people to begin with. Right. So a protest is just not happening for me. Okay. Do you do you find other ways to protest personally? If there comes a chance where the uh, the um, pledge of allegiance come about, I will be taking a knee. Oh, anywhere. I don't give a fuck. That, I'm yeah. taking, I will be taking a knee. Yeah, I like that. Um, 
What if um do you but, think like but if, if the cops come for me, I'm standing it up. Like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We know who you are in the bunch. I'm just um, not trying to get beat up. You're not joking. Um <laughs> so is it important to attend protests with your other half? Like if you were if you're in a relationship, do you think that's something you should do with your your girlfriend or your boyfriend? Um if it depends if you're if you don't feel like going, you just don't go. Like me, like if I'm in a relationship and my mm. girlfriend wants to go, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna go. Sorry. Okay. What if she asks you to go with her? <laughs> you can't make that sacrifice. I probably would, depending on how deep the love is. Okay. But if I don't like you like that, I ain't going. But you would be very unwilling. At first. At first, it depends how. If we just got in a relationship, say this whole um. This whole Floyd thing happened, and I just got in a relationship. I'd be like, "Damn, baby." Dang. But what if she's using that? If it is a new relationship, what if she's using that? Like some kind of connection thing. Not even as a connection, as her, as a marker for you, like you know, (laughs) like judging you by it. She gonna Um, dump me. Listen, I'm not going. (laughs) I'm not going. I have to be. I have to really. You have to be in love with somebody to go to a protest with them. It's like don't try to change me, man. Like if I have my opinion on it, like I don't, I don't. I, I'm not knocking anybody that goes to these protests. Like I'm not knocking. You. I listen. Go to these protests. James Boney is not, and I just don't think I would go if I if it was in a relationship. What if somebody asked you kind of on a date to a protest? Is that a date? <laughs> Wait, let hear me out. Hear me out. Because in no way, shape, or form am I trying to suggest that protests should be exploited. But if there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now, like dates haven't have been at an all time low, mm-hmm. like the traditional way. Um, then we have all these protests happening. What if that's on your docket or your agenda? to attend protests regularly and you like this girl or yeah you like this girl and you're like you know what i really want to go to this protest today we've been talking she seems to care about what's going on too how about i just ask her if she wants to go with me i would recommend doing so fellas because you know what that can bring about a lot of conversation it It can can bring a lot of connection but again james boney's not going you know what fellas when y'all listen to this episode i need you to Hit up my cash app mm-hmm. and pay me mm-hmm. for the ideas that I'm implanting in your mind. <laughs> the first guy that asks a girl out to go to a <laughs> protest, make sure you thank me and give me my props. Because right. um, I would be very intrigued by a guy who um, who said, hey, do you want to go to this protest with me? I, you, I, you I, and it's, Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But I feel like it would be really awesome to like... Like you said, spark conversation. We could fight for what we believe in together, and then afterwards we could walk and talk yep. and. Whatever. But even before that, we can we could, they, because James Bond not doing it. They could make signs. You and whoever goes on a date with, whoever you're going on a date with, you can make signs and be like, damn, let me let me get a, let me think of a catchy phrase, and then you guys get some markers and then and then draw them <laughs> we together. We brainstorm and stuff, together. And then, yeah, yeah. Um, a little, uh, yeah, I think you know you gotta you gotta. Um, you got to find the good in every situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's pretty dope. Um, so since we're on the topic of like dates and, you know, people meeting, whatever. Um, 
why or how what are some other ways in which you think people can be creative um when it comes to dating while all of this stuff is going on quarantining we're fighting brutality we're trying to bring awareness what are other than attending a protest how else can you like do a, a good date during these times um aside from zoom Damn, Zoom is not really a good date. Like <laughs> everybody like makes it that. seem like that's, Zoom. That's FaceTime. What's right. the difference? That's what. But people are people were talking about you know Zoom dates and all that stuff, and I wasn't with that with either. But uh, a good date during this time. Dang, you're not quick on your feet. That's a problem. I'm trying to think of something good. Okay. All right. All right. Goodness takes right. time. I'm trying to think of something good. Aside from the roasting. Picnic. I, Picnic is pretty standard, though. I think you told me that it's like, it's like a little... Cliche? Yeah, cliche. It is cliche, but it's still appreciated. That's, I what, that's what I wanted to say, but I didn't want to be like, I didn't want you to come for me, so... Hiking. Why is everybody hiking? I don't know. I went hiking, like, I think two weeks ago. Um, or, yeah, two weeks ago, I think. Um, but a lot of people hiked this weekend. It was like the perfect weather though, cause nobody wants to hike when it's super, super duper hot. I think I think a good date would be something. I I know a lot of women want to do something different. Would you go skydiving? Can you go skydiving during a pandemic and while we're like this? That's what. That's why I'm asking you to bring out your creativity. I don't know. Can you go skydiving? Probably not. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. You usually have somebody stuck to you. Mm. So yeah, that's probably a no-no. I would probably like, you know, I would probably get something like where um, I probably go somewhere and like get the uh, the wood, the, what's the, the lumber wood and stuff, and then try to think of a way to build a fire pit. Oh, and that's then, cute. Yeah, and then have wine and then okay. kick back and talk. That would be really classy. You could even do that in the park, like in the wood woods yeah. area. I like a, that. And, and, and then uh, cook some s'mores. I like that. Yeah. Are you able to like <clears throat> walk around like Times Square, or is it like like off limits? Because I think that would be nice too, especially since it's probably not busy out there to just take a stroll, you Times know, Square. in the city. Another another date. That I'm giving you fellas, like just thank me. That's all I'm asking. Yo, she's here for you, bro. Just That's bro code me. right there. Um, you know. Um, so we're gonna switch into talking about interracial relations mm. because um they are the couples that I feel most bad for right now. <laughs> and I don't know if I really feel bad for them. I'm just wondering what they're going through inside of their homes. Um, my sister is in an interracial relationship, um, and I know sometimes certain conversations can get a little bit heavy mm -hmm. um, in her household. So, What um, is the um, race of the person she's with? My brother-in-law is white. Okay. Yes. So um, I know some conversations can get heavy, but I think they have a pretty decent communication um, mm -hmm. pattern, so it works for them. Um, they don't stay away from hard topics, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm just wondering, like, what do you think interracial couples are going through at this time? Like, do you think they're 
revealing things to one another that they that they probably never knew about the other person or yeah i'm sure um i know my cousin she she's uh, dating a white guy and she was telling him how he'll never understand what we're going through as black people Mm -hmm. how we feel and he was like actually i do understand because i've been beaten by cops before and -hmm. she's like oh i never knew this and he's like yeah he's like um i got maced and i got beaten they almost broke my leg and just simply because i was drunk Mm. and i'm like oh but i would i was like yo so when he told me this i was like okay but you were drunk and he was like yeah i was like all right so you weren't beaten because you're black what if you weren't drunk right 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 and i'm like and he's like i don't know what would happen i'm like right right so and that's that's probably what i was saying in response to that like if she heard that and said wow i didn't know that it's good to know but it still doesn't compare right like and I feel like that you you never want to play that game with somebody you're in a relationship with. Right. Like my hurt is bigger than your hurt, mm-hmm. but when it comes to like blackness, we kind of win. Mm-hmm. We kind of shit is shit is crazy over here. Yeah. Like, um, do you think that if you are black and your partner is white, um, that you have the responsibility of informing them um, about the plight of black people? Or lack thereof. I I believe I believe you should yeah. Because really? yeah, because you don't you don't know what they what they do know or don't know, mm-hmm. and you want to see where their where their mental is at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I think you should. Do you think they should also be actively researching on their own um, to make sure they're also up to date and not only because I feel like there's. Um, there's it, a connection there that yeah but i'm sorry go ahead it's a really weird space to get your information about blackness from a person that you love right like i feel like of course you're gonna understand on that front but when you're doing the work yourself how are you coming to terms with the information that you're receiving you my thing is like you remember how i was telling you how um Haitians come from Western Africa. Yes. Like, if I'm dating a white person and she tells me she's Irish, I know she's Irish. You know what I mean? But, you know, we're talking about, you know, like, everybody comes from Africa and all that stuff. But for the most part, I know she's Irish or she's Polish. I know she's Polish. But, like, you know, there there are, like, Hispanic countries where they come from they could come from a black country and they're like, you know, like Guyanese people look like, you know, the Indians. Right. Like, right. So it's things like that. Our, our history is very segmented. Exactly. So mm-hmm. white people, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say, but like, you know, white people were taught about white people in school. Mm-hmm. So I could be like, you know, like I pretty much know about white people, but right. do you know these things about me? That's good. That's so good. it's like, and that's, that's one thing that I don't like to deal with. That's why I'd rather have that. I'd rather deal with the, you know, people of my color because at least, you know. That's why you want to stay black. So I want to stay black as far as, you know. You're never going to go to the other side. What if God just places it on your heart that, like, you're supposed to be with another woman of a different race? You're going to fight it? I wouldn't fight it, but I don't think think God would do that. Have you ever (laughs) dated a white woman? Years ago. Really? Years, years ago. 
Yeah. You know what? I grew up in a white in a white dominated area. Really? Mm-hmm. You know what's surprising about you saying that you would never date a white woman is because your personality mm-hmm. and the way in which you carry yourself, it's not <laughs> it's not <laughs> It's, it's like, not so far fetched to see you with a white woman. Listen, bro. I, <laughs> I, you know those. You know they're they're athletes. I feel like white getting a white woman is a luxury. I nope, nope. I will stick to my black women. I can't. No, it's, uh, I'm not. I will take the roast beef over the ham. Okay, whatever that means. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> my fellas get it. My fellas understand. I'll take the roast <laughs> beef over the ham. Okay. I'm trying to in my mind. I I don't get it. But um, because <laughs> because ham comes in various colors. Some ham is light. Some ham is pink. Some is dark. But anyway, ham is like, you know, like ham, white women have like the, the like. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't want to know anymore. Yeah, the roast beef. I'm good. Is like I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Women, I'm good. You know, I am good. It's a, it's a I'm Gucci. It's a vagina. I don't joke. want the visual anymore. I'm Yo, good. Shout All to right. Francis. <laughs> What I wanted to say is you mentioned what we're taught in school. Right. And, you know, like, there's also this information um, that's been floating around. Like, you know, racism doesn't start and end with the cops. Mm-hmm. It, it it has to be a part of our, you know, our, ed, our education system, yep. banks, small businesses, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just thinking, like, I was reading about King Leopold, um recently and it's just like we don't learn about people like that okay. like we only learn about one guy hitler mm-hmm. um when it comes to like and i i don't know if we have to learn about him because he killed all these white people mm-hmm. um but we don't learn about the people who killed um like so many black people and right. stripped so many black people from their families etc cetera, etc cetera. and i just feel like i don't know it's time we create our own curriculum um, I'm curious to know, like, if Hitler were to be in power for a little bit longer and he were to get to other races, would we now learn about him killing those other races? Hmm, I don't know. I, I'm glad we I don't think, know. <laughs> right. And right. I, f- I feel like his numbers are not even accurate and or the demographics mm-hmm. in which he harmed. I don't feel like they're. Um, accurate, but I do want to. I do want to pat myself on the back because are you listening? Mm-hmm. Because um, for my when I was in school last year, one of my classes I had to create um, my own textbook for ESL students, and um, a a lot of things that they teach us in this program, um, urban education, is how to make kids feel. Um, like they belong in every single classroom. Mm -hmm. And maybe one day I'll show you my textbook that I created, but it was really so cool because each chapter was named and designed after a little kid from a different country. So there was like a, a, a little girl from Cameroon named Jernique, and there were people from New Jersey. You said it was a textbook? Yeah, it's a textbook, Um, but it was a proposal that I did. Um, And when I turned it in, like, my professor was like, wow, this is, like, really awesome. Like, if you ever think about, like, being serious with it, you should pursue it Mm -hmm. because um, it could definitely help. And the concept is really cool. So, and it's like the kids in each chapter or each unit, the kids would learn something 
about um, that culture while also learning English. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I just wanted to say that. Um, to- I have a friend that was telling me um, she, at an early age, inquired about Malcolm X. Really? Like, she had to do something about, she had to do um, some kind of research about Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. And then when she got on the internet, it was like, um, what well, was it? The internet? I don't know. Well, whatever it was she was looking for, Malcolm X popped up. Mm. And then she said she took curiosity. It was like, who is this Malcolm X? Right. And then she's like, she starts to read about him. And she's like, okay, so why does everybody talk about Martin Luther King? But we never speak about Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. And it, it's crazy. It just tells you, like how the system is. I, I think we should learn about Malcolm X. I, I feel like I knew about Malcolm X when I was younger, but I'm trying to figure out when I learned about him. Maybe high school. Right. And I'm trying to figure out why it took so long. So long, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, you don't know. Um, we should definitely have a way of like comparing the two. They, right. they had They had a difference. Right. They, but, you know, they had, they, for for the most part, they had, they both had a cause, but there was a right. difference between them, and we should definitely know the difference. They should at least be taught that. We and should. the real difference, not the yeah. not the one that's rooted in right. what America tried to label them. Yeah, it doesn't have to be about Malcolm X hating white people right. and white men. Just, just, like, who is he? You know what right. I mean? Um, yeah. I think that would be awesome. And it's like a, it's a, like you said, it's a very, it would be a very good way to, like, um to ignite critical thinking skills so that they could compare the two and contrast and all of that stuff. That would be good. Anyway, back to couples, though. Mm -hmm. Do you think that couples who are non-black should be talking about what's going on right now? Yeah. Do you think they all are? No. Well, about what's going on right now? Mm -hmm. What they're talking about is like, oh, there are people rioting and people looting, and then there's people having protests. I don't think they're really talking about, like, they're not really talking about, oh, uh, a man got killed because he was outside of Wendy sleeping. But, like, what about all the 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 white people who are, like... Who are saying Black Lives Matter? Yeah, and who are out in the open and, you know, risking their lives. Well, not really risking their lives. Maybe protecting a black life um, because they're, they know their life is not a danger. Um, do you think... You asked me, do I think do i think they're talking about it right i think what they're doing is they're saying let's go to this protest Mm. so you don't think do you think they're having the conversations that they should be having no no it's a surface thing because they can't really relate see that's scary to me because i feel like how do you really gauge what somebody cares about if all they're doing is a surface thing like I love the post. I love I love the support, but what are you really doing? What are we all really doing? Mm-hmm. You know, I like to think like my walk counts and things of that nature, my contributions count, et cetera, et cetera. But what are you really, really doing? Like, are we calling out people who I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's sometimes it's very blurry. Like what if the most they can do is say, hey, that's bad. That's going on. Like, what should they be doing beyond that? A, non, a non-black a non couple. Other than protesting and saying, hey, that's, let's go support them. 
Well, the one thing that we were just talking about is trying to get information about, you know, like what has happened to black people in, in, in our history and stuff like okay. that. And then, you know, just maybe just try to relate. Uh, you never, you will never be able to relate, but just try to understand. I mean, I feel like all of us to a certain extent, we're going to all have to learn how to, um, like gain an interest in people that are not like us. I feel like that's when we'll have real change. Right. I don't have any white friends. Mm. I have white associates, but I don't have any white friends. friends. No, at all. And I don't know, you know, a, a bl- white people. We make fun so much of, you know, white people who don't have black friends, but I don't have no white friends. Right, right. And I'm, I'm not upset about that but it's just like we're in our bubbles for a reason and maybe we should step out of those bubbles on both sides Mm -hmm. so that we can really integrate and educate one another back to relationships okay um if i'm white and you're white and i have black friends or even if i don't have black friends Mm -hmm. i want to look into why trump wanted to have a rally in tulsa oklahoma on June 19th. But he canceled it. Right. But initially he did. Right. It's like the lawyer saying the fact and then saying withdrawn. Right. <laughs> but initially he did. And I want to know, like, why the hell would you think that's okay? And I want to talk to my partner about that. Why it's not okay. Okay. If I'm truly not a racist. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if we're, if we're communicating in that sense, we can... We can bounce off each other's vibes and all that stuff okay that's what i would do if so I was we white. should have deep conversations not surface conversations if that's okay. if i'm if that's if i'm white and i'm not truly a racist mm. i want i want to understand right i, I want to be able to talk about it because this whole this whole that, that whole um black wall street thing that shit was real yeah, bro that's crazy it's and, crazy and they do that to every successful thing we have right like rosewood is another example like they do that to every successful thing we have but i like what you just said um about like having a deep conversation my only counter to that again is like what is it doing for you and your circle what does that conversation do for you too um what's it doing for you too is look it's the when you have like a, a a conversation with an intelligent person, doesn't that make you just like, wow, this person is like? I think that's awesome. But what do you, if we, if all we can do is spread this information within our groups, mm-hmm. um, is that really effective? To me, the places where we need to be having these conversations, although they're banned, usually are at work, mm-hmm. at um, public places. Where you're because that's the only way you really infiltrate change. Like, we could have education, education filled conversations every day, but that's because we have a certain respect for each other. And even if we differ, we still feel like, okay, I learned something. But at the end of the day, we're not so different, although we have different opinions. So, how much is it changing us? So, you're asking, like, based upon a relationship, what can it do? I don't know what I, I'm asking anymore. I, I, I thought that's what we were asking as far as I feel like, like I'm in a circle. I just <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out um, how only like how re, um, 
people that are not non-blacks who are in relationships um go beyond conversing about issues like this and go beyond protesting about issues like this to really make change they really need to be going to their that family member who they know feels a certain way that they need to you're comfortable with your partner mm -hmm. so i mean at times that can be an uncomfortable conversation but typically you're comfortable with your partner mm -hmm. they need to make sure that conversation permeates to an area of discomfort right in order to really make change i don't know if that all of that makes sense but i agree i agree there has to be discomfort yeah there has to be I, discomfort and I don't even know if I have the balls, like, to... I don't think I'm afraid to talk about my blackness or to talk about anything, but, like, we don't recognize how how much weight is put on our opinions being muted in certain areas mm -hmm. to, to keep our jobs and to not be looked at crazy and right. to, you know... Um, did you see the Dave Chappelle... Um, I haven't had a chance to man, watch it. Man, you got to watch it. Yeah. But um, he, he talks about an officer who got fired because he called, he like snitched on his partner mm -hmm. who did the wrong thing. And then he ultimately got fired. And then I think after he got fired, he ended up killing mad people. Like, and it was just like, damn, he did the right thing. And they fired him off the force. Like, mm -hmm. so... A lot of people are scared. We scream black power. We scream this. But, you know, sometimes we just don't want to shake the table right. at our job because we don't, we need that job. Right, right. Um, it's, it's weird. And it's crazy. It's all control. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. I guess in time, only time will reveal. Um, so can we play? Can we play a game? Sure. All right. So. I'm just going to, we're going to play a quick round of word association just so we could switch gears here. Um, I'm going to just do four words hmm. and these are going to be easy. I'm not playing. Only you are playing. Oh my God. Um, so first word, money. Money, power, respect. Key to life. Money, power, respect. Keep you eating right. Okay. That was good. That was fast. Um, number two, percent. <laughs> I don't know. Come on. Percent, percent, percent. I don't know. Who the fuck says percent? That's all. Mace. I I gave you a oh, clue. Five percent. <laughs> Good. Look both. I don't even know the words. Yeah, <laughs> but you sense. said it. It is thirty-five percent though. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Book. Oh God. Um. Come on. Book is so easy. Something, something, page to a rhyme book. They shooting. Uh, uh, made, made you, you look. look. Okay. Yeah. And the last one is pillow. I know. I don't know about this. This <laughs> shouldn't be that okay, hard. Look, I'm going to sing a song, okay? I'm going to sing it. Go ahead. <laughs> don't you know my tears will burn the pillow? Oh, oh, 112 and, and uh, Allure. Yeah. Um, I was thinking you were going to say, lay your head on oh, my, my pillow. Oh, Lloyd. Man, that boy's so lay soft. I can't sing that song. He's so weird to me. Really? Yeah. I don't He's know. a really good performer. I really like him. 
Um, so speaking about pillows and homes, um, 21 Savage recently said that, um, um, Bum. that women don't build, they move in. Um, basically, you give a rich man, um, a rich man can elevate a broke girl, but a rich woman will never elevate a broke man. Right, and he, oh, a rich woman wouldn't even look him, uh, a broke man's way. Basically. What do you think about that? Do you think that's a fair assessment? I, I think... It's his added comments that bothered me, but go ahead. I think he's just being too general, and you, I don't think it's fair. Why don't you think it's fair, though? Um, Doesn't it represent, like, the majority? It does, but, again, it's general, so not all. So, it, like... He should have said some. He should have said some. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can't speak for everybody. You, you don't know everybody. <laughs> so. Do, do you have a problem with dating a broke girl? A girl who's How broke is she? She's not on your level. I mean, like, that, that broke. Like, if. I, I can't. She can't be broke to, a, to the extent where if I need backup. She can't. She's not the backup. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm not, so I'm, you got to be able to, like, rely on her in a time of need. If that, need be. If need be. Then that's every relationship, though. Mm. I every, like that. Yeah. Um, do you think that um, certain jobs are um, indicative of if somebody is, like, broke or not? So, like, is there, like, a career or some type of job that you... A girl would have, and you would be like, I don't know if I would date her. Not at all. I have a friend. He works at McDonald's. But guess what? He's the district manager. That dude makes super money. Really? Yes, sir. As a district manager? He, he may, well, not super, but he makes good money. Like like the same as a regular person? No. he. Why he, do I sound like that? He makes <laughs> he makes like 80000 a year. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. like, But he know he's, he's only in charge of like. Eight stores, oh, but wow. he's making eighty thousand a year. But you okay. know what? When you see him, he wears a shirt with the M on it, and you're thinking like, "Damn, this guy lives burgers." No, Damn. no. So sir. this is why you can't judge a book by you its cover. That's why you cannot. Well, I wouldn't really judge him by his cover. I would judge him for the fact for for the the fact that he says I work for McDonald's. Yeah, and because McDonald's is a shitty ass company. Because you know what? He could say I work for McDonald's, not at McDonald's. It's the same thing. No. It is. It's the same thing. It's a it's a crappy company. Um, so job doesn't matter. Could no. you ever date a stripper? No. Why not? Date a stripper? Hell no. Because she's going over there showing everybody her butt and shaking and giving lap dances and doing all this seductive shit. And I can't do it. Nah. You wouldn't feel secure in your home. It's just, it's just like, dude, like, is that really my girl? What if she used to be a stripper? Maybe. Wow, you would consider it. Maybe. How many? <laughs> how many years removed? You know, at least. I don't know. You know, when you ask that, I'm probably gonna say no. Do you know? One time, I was, I was, uh, me, me and my uh, friends uh, just years ago. I was probably like 21. You always say this is years ago. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's your. Because <laughs> you know, years ago was when I was wild. I was doing things, and now I stay at home. I don't do anything. All right. But um. <laughs> <laughs> we're on one and nine. No, we're on twenty-one, and there's a basketball court, 
in down there north and the lights stay on to like 11 30 at night and we used to go play basketball because you know i'd be balling up you know i, was, I know you know. i know kobe yeah but um so we're in the car i'm driving and you know we're, we're just sitting around and we're just talking shit and um this girl pulls up in the audi to my left uh-huh. and everybody's like, oh damn look at that girl blah blah and you know i said i was like yo i bet you i get her number and they're like yeah get the fuck out of here so what i did was I rolled down my window. I told her to roll down her window. And she looked at me like I was crazy. So <laughs> what I did was. I'm waiting to see where this goes. I started reciting my number. My phone number. And she just looked at me. And the light turned green. And we both drove off. <laughs> and then the next light was red. Okay. And then she pulls up. We pull up next to each other again. I'm looking at her. And she rolls down the window. She goes, what's the number? And I'm like, oh! So I'm like, nah, no way, blah, blah, right? So I'm like, yes, cool, bang. They're like, oh my God. My friends are like, oh my God, you really got her number. Oh my God. I'm like, yeah, I was feeling good. You know how good I felt? So a couple days later, um, no, maybe the next day, I, I was texting her. We we're talking and stuff. And then she goes, um, I'm getting ready to go to work. And I'm like, okay, cool. Where, where do you work at? She goes, the palace. And I'm like, oh, the, you know, the, the banquet hall in Somerset? She goes, no, silly. Uh, where, where's the place? Um, no, silly. What's it called? Paramus? Or where, there's, there's a strip club called. The, the, I don't um, know, but. But yeah, it was I the palace, it. and she was like, she's like, no, the um, the place in the wherever, and I was like, oh, so I looked it up, and I'm like, oh shit, the strip club, and I was like, you know what? Oh, and she goes, yeah, you should stop buying simulator, and I was like, nah, I'm good. Damn. And that was the end of it. And I was so like, you almost got. Bagged by a stripper. Yeah, she, she was just trying she to make me. She was really looking for a customer. She was trying to get me to get 40, 40 singles. She was trying to get 40 singles out because that's all I was spending. Have you been to the strip club before? I've been once or twice. Do you enjoy it? I hate strip clubs. Really? I hate them. Waste of money or for the other money, reasons? It's the money aspect. It's the money. But do you enjoy the entertainment? For the most part, yeah. If it's oh. good. I don't. See, that's another thing. See? A time like this, I don't like white strippers. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to repeat that because <laughs> I'm I'm not. So have you been to a strip club that has that type of demographic? Yeah. And you enjoy it more? No. Nope. Well, well the, the, like people that look like us? No, you just said you don't. I don't like white strippers. Oh, you said you don't. I thought you said you do like I white do strippers. I do not like oh. white strippers. Oh, okay. I mean, whatever. I yeah. thought you said the opposite. I don't so enjoy them. I'm not going to hold you for that. Yeah, the strip club's not my scene. I'm not knocking anybody that does. It's just not my scene, bro. It's not your thing. I don't have the funds for it. I can't. It's such a waste of money. Right? I feel like. Like, especially when you're. I just don't feel like anybody I know makes enough money to to regularly go to the strip club. Mm. Like, it's just stupid. Like, to me, I just feel like you could use that money to To go on a date and have sex. Yeah, like, you could do. You could use it for so much other stuff other than um tricking right um and paying somebody bills but you know what i've been tempted a few times in my life to to engage in that type of activity like maybe just for like a month just to pay my debt off (laughs) um like go some to a, a faraway town pay my debt off and you know come back to regular life yeah we know what happens when your student loans are all paid off because they be making bank like oh my gosh like strippers make a lot of money but um 
that's enough of stripper talk. I really don't have anything else to say, James. You have anything else to say? Um, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, for real, for real. They matter today, yesterday, tomorrow. We did not just pop up on this uh, planet. Like, we've been here. We were brought here. We're going to matter forever. Do you, do you know what I saw the other day? This kid invented something where you put your your paperwork, your motor vehicle paperwork, like mm-hmm. your insurance card, your license, so on and so forth, in this little um, wallet thing, and then you hang it on your window. So when the cops come, you keep your hands on your steering wheel invisible at all times. And it's like, damn, it's so sad that you need to have that. Right. It's it's stupid. Because you're, you're scared of the cops. That's that's insane. And I don't want to ever get to the point where that's absolutely a necessity. Um, the murders have just been increasing. They keep happening. Yeah, they keep happening. Rest in peace to uh, Rashad. Dang, I don't want to say his name incorrectly, but I think it's either Rashad Boyd or Rashad Brown. We know who you're talking about. Um, but rest in peace to him. But yeah, rest in peace to him. Um, I just don't feel like every mistake a black person makes should end in death. Right. That's my biggest issue. I don't feel like this argument is ever about what's right, um, what's right or what's wrong or what initiates the interaction, but more so as though... We are all human people, and we will make mistakes every day of our lives. Mm -hmm. That should not be a death sentence, period. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be a death sentence. It's okay to let him be the one that got away. Like, you're not going to, it's not going to, like, mess up your street cred, bro. Like, nothing's going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. Like, if you choose to let somebody live today. Like, so, I don't know. I'm just... It's it's overwhelming to hear and to see. Um, rest in peace to Brianna Taylor. Taylor yep. The law was passed, but her officers have still not been, you know, arrested for her murder. And just to hear the details of that, just to hear um, this idea that like they tried to cover up that crime, mm-hmm. like that's probably what's the saddest part about that is like you know something's wrong when you try to cover something up yep like period um but yeah rest in peace to all the people just like black wall street right (laughs) we don't hear about it we don't these are things you have to go digging for these things Mm -hmm. even like malcolm x dying like let's not even go there let's not because anyway if you know you know if you know you know but um Thank you for listening to the This Is 30 podcast. I hope you have a great Monday. Um, It's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week. Deuces.